Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media. Hey, y'all. This is April. <laughs> I almost forgot. It was LB. This is, this is Three Sykes and a Mic. Um, how's everybody doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? I'm I'm great. I'm great. I was going to say great and Gucci, and it came out as gravy. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Well, you can I'm say doing all right. I'm gravy. Is, is that slang? I feel like it's slang. I don't think it's slang. Yeah, it is. You know, not gravy. Yeah, gravy. I'm, I'm doing great. It's all gravy, baby. Right, right. it's Gucci all gravy, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's old slang. Anybody listening to us would probably call us lame <laughs> for using that. Yes, right. but yes. yeah. I'm like, I ain't, I ain't never heard nobody say it's all gravy. Really? Baby. I mean, because it's, it's like old. it's old. It's old. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. It's a little, little. <laughs> I'm glad everybody. I'm good though. Well. Good. I'm well. Good. So I have a question for you what's all. What's that? So what's the most you have ever or that you are willing to spend on a swimsuit? Ooh. Girl, so this is a very, very important question because y'all know I'm on my way to Puerto Rico, God willing, and coronavirus <laughs> holding off. On my way to Puerto Rico in a couple of weeks. And I've been trying to buy swimsuits. And I thought that I was in the grade of, you know, I'm about to buy me a Gabby Fresh swimsuit, an Ashley Graham swimsuit. And I go and those prices are like $100 for a swimsuit, like 100 and up for a swimsuit. And I'm just not in that space where I want to spend that much. So my arena of swimsuits, they came from Amazon and about $30 was where I, you know, I'm anywhere between 30 base, you know, low end, 30 Thirty dollars, like thirty dollars, thirty dollars low end. Like if it's a two piece, total tax like after tax. Yeah, that's the low end. I'll go from thirty up to I'm probably capping out at sixty. Okay, what about you? What's your what's your price yeah. point, April? I'll, I'm gonna let y'all go first. Uh, okay. Oh well, Lord. I'm, oh, I'm Lord. cheap. Um, I am the off season <laughs> swimsuit shopper. So usually I'm buying swimsuits in like October, November when they're trying to get rid of them. So they're usually marked super low. Um, So I have gotten like individual pieces for like three dollars because they're giving them away. Oh, that's nice. So after knowing that I can get them so cheap, I'm not willing to spend probably more than thirty, forty dollars for a swimsuit. Okay, that's nice. So. I'm usually good with sales for swimsuits. Like I'm right. to Target or TJ Maxx. So I've never really had to spend more than maybe $40 right. on a swimsuit. So there's this one swimsuit I just saw today. So now I like the hat it on. Oh, girl. Did you see it? Nice. No. And I didn't see it. Oh, it was bad. Oh, it is such a bad swimsuit. So nice. I stalked the designer until I could find the swimsuit. <laughs> so, and I'm trying to justify like, I think I could justify this. 
It's girl, two, how much is the swimsuit? Right. It's two sixty. Girl, no. Two Plus some drawers that you swim yeah. in. It's a whole. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole like us. Uh, is it like a one piece? It's Put a it one in piece. the group me. Put um, it in the group me. Can I do that with y'all on the phone? Um, it's like a new part, new part shoot, and it uh it's gorgeous. So not it's only it's cute. underwear so that cute. you swim in, but it's see through, so it's thin. No, no, only parts. Only parts of it. For, oh, it's got like for almost $270? Well, my question is, if I'm going to spend that much on a swimsuit, I need to be, like, I need to premiere it somewhere. Oh, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Please believe. <laughs> it's going to get premiered like, a couple times. <laughs> I need to premiere it somewhere, and I need to premiere it somewhere that's not like the city pool. Like, I'm going to need to be on. No, I'm going to Mexico in July. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. Right. Um, and you could wear it as a bodysuit. If I find if it's a multiple use, like if I can find multiple uses, ooh, but I, yeah, that's that's I'm priced out of that one. Like not, I mean, I am too. I am very much priced out, <laughs> but I am. I've been known to figure out a way for some really a way to make it work. Where there's a will, there's a way. I literally just bought three swimsuits and a cover up for like a hundred something dollars. Right? Is there a way that this could be charged to professional development at work? Depends on what I'm developing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, listen. <laughs> I'm because gonna, I promise you, Sana probably got that. That was she got it for free, text, right? Oh, she, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was a text right off for somebody. Yeah. So definitely, I'm gonna put out into the universe, and maybe I'm gonna get an unexpected blessing. Um, right in the Let amount see this. of two sixty five. Oh, it's super cute. Right? It's a super cute swimsuit. It it's is a super cute swimsuit. Oh. Uh, but I feel like I can make it. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna check. Okay. I'm gonna check Fashion Nova. Let Let me get on yeah, here and see this swimsuit chat. <laughs> let me see this swimsuit. It's super cute. Let me show you. It's a cute uh, swimsuit. What it look like, y'all? We're gonna put it in the show notes so yes. y'all can vote. We're gonna put our, our Instagram on. story. No, Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> so they can, or maybe the stories, because it's gonna look weird if people have no idea why we posting the swimsuit. All right, so let me show you what Sanai. Now I know my body don't look like Sanai Lathan, but she sold it. Man, um, that's super cute. It is cute. It's high cut legs, yes, got some sheer panels. Right, right. So I don't have to be all like, you know, flat ass. I think. Right, right. It's cute. Oh, it's real cute on Sanaa. Oh, that's dope. Oh, and she got it in white. Yes, yeah. they have that's one really in red. It's really cute on Sanaa. And she was in Cabo. I feel like it's a Cabo suit. It's a Mexico, And I'm going to Mexico in July. Right. And I can right. get 10% off if I sign up for the site. You know, so that'll be okay. like, you know, that'll be $26 off. $26 off $265. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, everything's speechless. I, I am sold. I am not sold. <laughs> I am not. First of all, first of well, all, here's my thing. Like the first thing that went to that my eye went to was the discoloration of the sheer part. It doesn't match the white woman's skin. It doesn't match Sanaa's skin. 
So to me, it stands out and the effect that I feel like it's supposed to have, it will, it's not having for me. And for me, like for $270, I need this to be perfection. Like I need to not see seams. Mm. And the first thing that I saw was seams. Now I am coming from a a person who mother used to be a seamstress. So seams and lines and things like that, like I'm, my attention is drawn to. And that's the first thing that my eye went to was the side seam on the sheer part. And the sheer part to me should not have a seam because it's supposed to give the look of like this illusion illusion of flesh. flesh. So the fact that they Mm -hmm. put a seam there, I feel like they should not have put a seam there. Mm, Okay. No, okay. And I'm going to note that I found it on Amazon for $178. Same brand? I mean, same brand? Yeah, same brand. Oh, same little message. Okay, okay, we're coming on down. We're coming on down. I might can close one eye and look to the left and be okay with this scene. Let me tell you, I can buy anything online. I'm going to check Fashion Nova and Boohoo and see what they got as well. Smart, smart. Because realistically, I have no business. <laughs> However, I feel like it would bring me so much joy. I mean, but the look it. of the swimsuit exactly. is very cute. Mm-hmm. It's it is very super cute. cute. Yeah, it yeah. is. Right. Yeah, I okay. just put that Amazon link in the group me. So okay. go ahead and check it out. Check well, it out. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, this is this is swimsuit buying has been interesting. I will say that, you know. Yeah. And the ones I like are expensive. Like, um, there's a mm-hmm. company called, a uh, designer, black one called Andrea Iyama. I follow her and I love oh all of her swimsuits. Now, I will say, and they're like I will probably, I will probably spend $200 on one of her swimsuits. So it's the same thing. But this is the system, <laughs> and I'm supporting the cause, and it's good quality, like, stuff. But that would have to... Now, this is that would have to, Yeah. No, no, no. I said because it's a sister. Yeah, because okay, it's I a see. sister. No, no. Oh, I believe. Oh, that must be quality. <laughs> it, it better be nothing but quality $270,000. No, I believe it's I quality. So. I, I, I said because it's a sister, I probably would. And that would have to be an absolute one-time thing, you know. Yeah. But I'm a bargain shopper, so. Yeah. And Me usually too. I am for swimsuits because I tend to, like, um, what is it called? Uh, not... Not hoard them, but I'll like, especially if they're on sale, I'll buy them and I don't go swim. One, I, I don't swim. So I don't. That's the thing for me. I don't swim either. I just want to look cute. Right. And I don't, <laughs> it's not like there are a bunch of beach parties and pool parties in South Carolina. So exactly. I tend to have them and not wear them. Like I have a swimsuit I bought a year ago that I'm just going to wear this week, this week, like this upcoming week for the first time. Yeah. So, but if I had a cute one, I will find a reason. You'll so find what reason to wear it, which I will makes be in sense. The every weekend. So I get my money's worth. So Monday all right. through Thursday. Thank you. I just wanted to get your feedback. <laughs> we already got the price coming down, so I feel I like we're on right. the right track. I feel it. I feel it in my I spirit. think it might happen, guys. I think this this two seventy now down to one seventy swimsuit might actually mm-hmm. happen. Look. You can do it. You should start a GoFundMe. Uh, listen, I will. <laughs> listen. 
I no. I'm like, I will send you a picture of me in a swimsuit and for every $25 you get that. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Oh my gosh! The work ain't meets have listen, to stop. Work ain't honest for the pencil deals. <laughs> okay. Look, okay. All right. Well, we're gonna roll right into our next segment, which is our media minute, our madness moment, our whatever we've decided this new segment is gonna be. <laughs> But we're going to start off with the media minute and um, the media minute that we chose this week is um, it's based out of the show Love is Blind, but it's really more so the conversation that um, generated from a particular issue in one of the episodes. So um, on the show Love is Blind, they have people who basically get to know somebody without actually seeing them. And they have to make a decision on if they're going to move the relationship forward um, before they actually get to see the person. Well, um, in the midst of all this, there was a couple where um, I guess they decided to move the relationship forward. And then after making that decision, the young man um, disclosed that he was essentially bisexual or had at least um, dated both sexes is my understanding. Um, After that disclosure, um, the young lady had decided that she was not okay with that. It could have been because he chose to keep that information from her before, you know, um, making that decision or allowing her to make that decision, assuming that she knew everything about him, or it could have been about the fact that he had been, you know, with both sexes, but a lot of media conversation generated from this talking about homophobia and how it's a double standard and how women can date both sexes and it's okay. Um, but it's not the same for men. So wanted to kind of talk about this. What are your thoughts? What do y'all think? Did any of y'all see some of the conversation that came from this? I've yeah, I've seen some and I've definitely engaged in some. <laughs> oh, I am interested to hear what you said. No. I ain't one to hold it on, so <laughs> Right. <laughs> so I mean, so what are your thoughts? Um so first of all, like do do we think it's a double standard as far as men and women and bisexuality? Absolutely. I think most so. certainly. Absolutely. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm on the same train. Like I definitely think there's a double standard when it comes to um bisexuality for women or women who have dated other women. Um it's kind of like, oh, it's a phase. It's a thing that everybody goes through. And it's very much more accepted by I think both men and women as opposed to a man who says, "Oh, I've dated both sexes." And so that double standard is something that drives a lot of the conversation. I think I was saying before, it reminded me of the episode on Insecure, where um, I don't remember the guy character's name, but where Molly... Was it Derek? The Enterprise guy. Didn't he work at Enterprise or something? Jared. Yeah. Yeah. Enterprise. Where she... (laughs) It was Jared. I do believe it was Jared. Yeah. Okay. Right. So it reminds me of that whole situation where, you know, they're just kind of joking around and, you know, Molly's like, oh, yeah, no, I haven't had, you know, I haven't kissed a girl or I haven't done anything sexual with a girl. And, and he was like, yeah, I have done. No, 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 no. Molly had. 
Miley had Miley had had sex with a woman in college. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. Because he or was like me too. Like I've had the same type of experience. Yeah. yeah. And at that point, she completely just shut the relationship down, you know. And of course, she had the questions kind of like, oh, you know, what would you do? But I remember, and it's been a while, that was what, season one. So I remember her having that conversation with Issa and the the friend group and everybody was just like, no, like, that's unacceptable. Like, no, he, you can't date him. And so it just brings up that double standard that often happens with men who have, and I wouldn't even say dated other sexes or had sex with the same sex, but just explored their sexuality. Um, oftentimes there's this, that standard of they don't get the ability to explore. So. Yeah, agreed. Um, I think, and I, I have definitely evolved on this topic. I think at one point I was a heck no, ain't no way in the world. I would date a man who's been with a man. Um, like absolutely not. I don't, you know, but as I've grown and kind of just understood sexuality more, one, I'm accepting that it's very likely I have dated a man who has explored his sexuality with other men. And two, certainly, um, I've, I'm, I've challenged, kind of challenged myself on the why not. And the reasons have all to do with just stereotypical thinking around, you know, the idea of a man being with a man. So it's forced me to kind of challenge my own like hidden stuff. So I'm kind of at a place where it's like, I'm open to it. Like I wouldn't, because for me, it's not necessarily about a man who also likes men. For me, it's masculinity. Mm. And I've said before in other episodes that I tend to be attracted to the very, like, stereotypical, stereotypical like, strong, like, I want to feel protected. Like, if anything jump off, I need to feel like you can go in, you know, or not even just not like physical aggression type of thing, but a pretty stereotypical presentation of masculinity. Right. Um. So if all of if like everything else fell into place and the person said, I also date men, I think I would, two things come to mind immediately um, that like the, if we are already attracted to each other and he already passed whatever my masculinity litmus test, um, right. I think for me, it would be getting out of my own head and not caring about the opinions of others. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that is a big part of it. Like that. What will other people think? Yeah. You know, what will other people think if they found out half half the time they will never find out, you know, because how often do you do your friends go around asking the people that you're dating? Right. You know, give me an inventory of who you've had sex with. Right. So oftentimes people will never know, but it's still that thought. And that's I think where that stigma comes from of. You know, what will other people think? What will other people think? Not of him, but of me, I think. Um, and that definitely pops up for me, especially. So for me, I have, uh, I guess, dated or dealt with a guy who has, um, who's bisexual. Um, the issue that I had was it was known that um, he was bisexual, but he would not vocalize that to me. And so my issue was, and I would say things like, look, if, if that's the 
that's what it is. Like, that's what it is. Like, I'm telling you, I've been exposed to the idea that you are and I'm still here. So have a conversation with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that I'm able to have make that decision honestly for myself. And he was not mm-hmm. willing, like he would not deny it, but he wouldn't have the conversation about it either. And so my turnoff has, has been the fact that people will not be honest with somebody. Like in my mind, like at the end of the day, like, don't you want to be with somebody who knows who you are fully and accepts you instead of being deceptive because you're afraid that if you tell them who you are, they won't accept you. Well, if you tell them who you are and they won't accept you, that's probably not the person that you should be with anyway. Right. So, um, and I know that there are people who are very close minded and wouldn't be open to that, but that's probably not somebody, if you're open to exploring that kind of thing and exploring your sexuality and you probably want to be with somebody who's going to be a little more open to receiving that aspect of you as well. Yeah, I think it begs the question, too, is do people owe you that information? Yes. If we're dating and that is something, like, I don't want, I mean, to me, it's just kind of like if I didn't know. For instance, right, sometimes you're out in public and an ex walks up and, you know, you're talking and be like, oh, you know, they introduce themselves and they say hi and y'all are catching up. And then when y'all walk up, you're like, who is that? Be like, oh, yeah, that's just somebody I used to date back in the day. Right? Cool. Now, let's say a, a guy walks up and you're with your dude and, you know, y'all walk off and be like, oh, what was that? And he's like, oh, well, that's just a dude I used to date back in the day. It's going to be a little bit different. Like, I let me know. You know what I'm saying? Like, my thing is I always had an issue of people coming and saying things to me and assuming that I knew and me feeling like, well, dang, like my partner wouldn't even be honest with me. Like my thing is about the relationship. Be honest with me about anything, whether it's Mm -hmm. your sexuality, whether it's, you know, past trauma, whether it's, you know, I don't like anything, just anything. Be honest with me and let me, you know, know you and choose to be with you and love you for who you really are authentically. Because to me, that's fair. But I do think, you know, April raises a good point of like, is that owed to us? Like if that question is never asked, is that something that the person should just come out and say, oh, let me disclose this. And that's why I asked. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my top three questions. Yeah, for sure. And I think even with asking, like, I don't think it's as simple as, well, I ask and you should tell me, especially when Mm -hmm. it's. An issue that has so much stigma attached that is it's not as simple as um, I like to put sugar in my grits. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a question that often comes with a lot of shame. And this was actually uh, Sarah talked about this on James's um, Monday Pillow Talk. And he was asking about like you know the people being mm-hmm. closeted or not you know living double lives. And he was like, it's because of shame. People don't like feeling. Shame. So even if just asking doesn't remove that shame, it's kind of almost think. I mean, I hate to equate bisexuality with trauma, but 
Um, let's say a person was recovering alcoholic. I don't think I was listening to a show about it. And that's something that carries shame mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. That may not be something that they disclose right away. Now, so, now that's one of the things that you kind of need to know as a partner because you don't want to put them in a position where they could relapse. But when, it, when in the terms of sexuality, it doesn't really affect you. Like, it, it has, it's one of those things I think we want to know for those other reasons we kind of talked about. But when we think about, especially considering the backlash that many often get, like if you have told this and every time or every time you get kind of like, okay, we can be friends, you're going to be a lot more reluctant to be upfront about that right away until you feel safe with that person. Yeah. Because, you know, disclosing certain things and, you know, in certain relationships, disclosing certain things can also not necessarily only carry a negative connotation, but it can also be dangerous, you know. And so um, the point that you bring up about safety and about feeling safe with that other person to be able to disclose it um, and, you know, psychological safety, but also just like present safety. Um, And so. Yeah, definitely bring up some really good points. And I do I, I do agree with that, like with new people, but you're talking about someone that you're entering into a partnership. And that was the thing about that part. This this happened after they yes. got engaged. So I'm not talking about mm-hmm. like, I just met you in the first couple of weeks. We're just kind of feeling things out and you don't feel like you want to disclose that. Absolutely. I do think that you need to make that decision about what feels safe. Um, if the relationship feels safe, you know, like, like Shari said, emotionally safe, psychologically safe, and also physically safe. Absolutely. You need to make that decision. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about a exclusive partnership and you don't feel like you can disclose that. That's my issue. And that was my, like I said, my experience was it was a relationship, a partnership. And it was like, I'm de- dealing with this person for years and never would deny it but would never like directly acknowledge it. Like disclose it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, like people don't disclose their whole financial history. You know what I'm saying? Like people are so like in relationships, people have so many hidden spaces, you know? And so I can see how this or just like sexuality in general, whether it's sexuality or whether it's just sexual behavior, you know, in general, I can see how that is such a taboo topic that a lot of people in relationships don't even bring up. And when they do bring it up, how much like dark side of it, like hidden spaces can be left off the table, you know? So I think with the show, I think that's a definitely a valid. I get it. Of like, we about to get married, and you just mm-hmm. not telling me this. But I find myself keep going back to why is this important? Like, why is my sexual past outside of like health? Um, and that's kind of where it's like. On one hand, I'm like, yeah, you should be open, but in reality, even when you propose you stick at that don't necessarily mean everything is out on the table you know even like there mm-hmm. are people who have found things out after the marriage and especially around sexuality i kind of get it so I, i'm kind of like i see both i see both sides of it i i see why also the show i don't believe is real but right. um, that's a whole like, nother topic it, but it 
That's a whole nother. But in real life, yeah, I see both sides of why are you just now telling me this, and then also okay, and like because yeah, why is no. it such a thing to disclose? Right. Well, right, if I right, if I ask that. you though, like I I guess to me like if you, if if it doesn't matter, then you're not asking, and so if they're not choosing to share, they're not choosing to share. But as my mm-hmm. partner, if I'm asking you some things, we're about to get married, and I'm asking you, hey, you know, I want us to like be open and honest about these things, and you're choosing not. I'm concerned not only like is this a precedent for other things like. Am I supposed to be in a position where I accept that there are just things you're not going to tell me about who you are? Like, mm-hmm. it's it to me, it's more around that because it's like, yeah, it, it's almost like, yeah, you know, is it like when you say, is that for you to know? And I, I see, I see that part. You know, it, like you said, if it's not affecting you in that way. But my thing is, like, what am I communicating then if I'm saying, you know, keep things from me? To me, I feel like I'm saying right. it's, mm-hmm. it's fine for you to keep things from me. And that's the part that I right. struggle with. And I think maybe, maybe because of just, you know, experiences of being left in the dark and having to learn things about a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, because for me, I look at it more of a advocacy and support like if someone brings me some right. information I can't even advocate or support you in some way because I don't know are they bringing me this out of rumors and it's not true are they bringing me this and it is true and then I can advocate on your behalf like I don't know anything so now as your mm-hmm. partner because I've been left out you know I, I feel like that has taken it from a partnership to a, okay, you got something else going on you haven't shared with me and the rest of the world knows and I don't and I'm your partner. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that that brings up a really good part. Like for our listeners, like if you're feeling either way and not saying that you have to be on one side or the other side, but if you're feeling strongly about it in one direction um, or a different direction, just being able to think and say like, where is that coming from for me? Like, is it coming from, you know, misinformation? Is it coming from past hurt? Is it coming from past relationships? Or, you know, is it coming from messages that we get in, in social media or messaging that I got about sexuality growing up? Or, you know, just like checking in with yourself and saying like, where is it coming from? You know, I think like April said, this is a really, um, it's a really dicey topic. It's a really great topic because you feel strongly about certain things in different directions. And over time, it's important to look at the things that you feel strongly about and just assess them and see where that comes from and see where those strong feelings come from for you. And if you really want to hold on to them, if you want to release them, if you want to let up a little bit, like where is it coming from? Does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah, I think that's a good way to kind of wrap it up is the exploration. Mm -hmm. And not just around sexuality, but preferences, because that kept coming up. I noticed in a lot of the online discussions of I'm not being discriminatory wrong. This is just a preference. Like we can have preferences rooted in bias and discrimination or (laughs) bias and discrimination. Like I, I definitely have them. So we can't hide behind 
And no one is telling you to change your preference either. Like you have a right, right. to date who and whomever you want. I think just kind of being what you said, honest or, and willing to explore the why and at least acknowledge that so that you, because what happens is, is it can make somebody feel like they're being gaslit or that they're paranoid when you're like, no, it's just like, no, just be honest. It's because you worry somebody going to come in and be like, oh, you know, your dude used to, and you were, right. or let me not say you, I don't want to be embarrassed or whatever, but mm-hmm. owning that that feeling is on you and not that person's identity. Like, Exactly. So I think that's a key part. It's just being willing to explore our preferences and kind of challenge them sometimes. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I think that's very real, being able to do that exploration. That part is, and hopefully, you know, with a lot of topics that we talk about here, you're not taking it as Bible, like, oh, April said this, Erica said that, Shari said this, this is how it should be. Like, yes, we we are psychologists and we do have a lot of expertise, but in no way is that the, this is right, this is wrong. Oftentimes, anything that we discuss is to further your own personal exploration and self-awareness. So just to put that Absolutely. disclaimer, not even disclaimer, but just to put that out there. Cause I think oftentimes we can get in the space of, you know, is my preference okay? And it's like, well, we're not saying yay or nay. We're just saying, just think about it, you know? So yeah, I like that. Topic. We did a whole we show. That among our friends. <laughs> that was a show. All right, guys. Well, we're I done. Know. Thank you for listening. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yes. That was a. Do you have really a great Want to wrap up with a great This was the show. This was <laughs> that was. The this show. was the show. Yeah, that took an unexpected turn, but yeah, I think we could leave it there as yeah, the show. I, I think we might not even Agreed. jump into nothing new. No, I think it was a very good topic. Wow. Yeah. 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 But I do. You know. Um, do we have? Do you have a gripe to add to it? Not to add to this topic, but just in general. <laughs> That was a horrible segue. Uh, I know. What do you want to gripe about bisexual people? So. Right. And now we're going to go into exposure biases. <laughs> I have a gripe. Um, hmm. I think I have coworkers who listen to what I'm saying. There's two gripes around pets and dogs in particular. Oh, my um, goodness. First of all, I want people to stop walking their dogs or taking them out to use the bathroom and not picking up behind them. And because yeah. I saw, some, I, especially in my apartment complex, I saw it today and it was a little young girl, but I want to be like, sir, I mean, not sir, little <laughs> <Poor> girl, <laughs> I just seen your dog poop in two places and you just kept on walking. Like, I don't understand. I think you should have said something. I agree because I would have been like, uh-uh, no ma'am. C- come back and get this. I know, come I get like, this. I am... I am more oral. I am definitely yeah. more oral. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very much like this is not okay, people. See, <laughs> I, I would have, but I don't, mm. you know, I'll be. Yeah, <laughs> I, I understand. Maybe next time. You're right. I should have been like, hey, you need, do you need a plastic bag? To, to get that? Like, hey, yeah. I would have just been like, the rules are. Look, <laughs> look, these are the rules. These are not the rules. Right. Pick up behind your dog. Like, it's right. not okay. My other yeah. right is um, people who bring their dogs to spaces where it may not be welcome. I know you love, and I'm a dog person. Like, I like dogs. Mm-hmm. But your dog needs to be at work. Your dog does not need to be in the grocery store. 
Your dog does not need to be at this restaurant. Can I can right. I add children to that list? <laughs> yes. Dogs Actually, and children. Yeah, there are places, places where dogs nor children need to be, please. Like Koa. Like Koa. Like I Koa. Was I was literally it. about to say that. My absolute favorite restaurant, Koa. I get so, I don't say I get irritated, but it, I just really get curious about adults who bring their children to adult and adult restaurants let's just say a bar or a restaurant bars yep bars it's it's really interesting it's kind of disturbing yeah say nothing on that menu gives you the idea nothing child friendly the menu is not even in english like (laughs) there's no fries ain't no chicken ain't no burgers no nugget no macaroni like nothing Ugh. But, but yeah, that's just me. What do I know? I'm childless. And that's probably insane. <laughs> and dogless. Right. Childless, childless and, dogless. and dogless. Well, I'm about to acquire a child and a dog. And so I'm speaking for my future self. Oh, you are. You are. You're about right. to get old. I did have a meme for this segment since we just wrapping it around. Look, we're trying right. something new, y'all. Like, I came up with this thing to do instead of just media minute to have like media memes and madness. So, yeah, just kind of go with it. Go with it. Erica had media, April had madness, and now I got All a right. meme. Uh, but I saw a really cool meme from Real Brown Girls on Instagram. Um, we followed them, and they had a really cool thing that made me think and reflect a little bit because I tend to, in different stages of my life, do what April calls the compare and despair, where I'm looking at other people's accomplishments and kind of comparing and saying, okay, I need to keep going. I need to, like, supposedly motivating myself, but at the same time, sometimes it causes me to kind of beat myself up. Um, But they had a really cool meme um, that they put up or message that they put up last week. And it says, PSA, you don't have to want for something bigger every time you accomplish something. It's okay to risk and in your accomplishment for a little while. Right. Get me together. Yeah, I'm over here depressed. And like, what am I doing with my right. life? I'm so unaccomplished. Catching your breath. Catching you. your breath after that long <laughs> triathlon that we call getting a doctorate. Child Exactly. But I think that is the thing. Because I was in the same space, April. Like, okay, I got a new job in January, but it's March now. So something else needs to be popping. You know, I need to be doing something with everyday psychology. I need to be doing something different with three sites and a mic. We need to be on another speaking engagement. Like all of this stuff that's like popping off in my brain and causing me to despair Mm -hmm. or causing me to feel less than or feel like a loser or feel like I'm not amounting up to where I need to be. And it's like, no, like, I haven't even celebrated getting a new job. Like, April, you ain't even really celebrated getting your PhD. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, these are accomplishments that we can rest and bask in it for a little while, you know? So it was just the eye opener for me, kind of like a pause, slow down. You're doing too much, Shari. Bring it back to the middle. Um, So I wanted to share that because I thought it was a really cool PSA. Thank you, Real Brown Girls. Yes, that was wonderful. Can we just post that for the week? Or has that been posted for the week? I'm sorry, I have not been paying attention to that. No, it hasn't. Before I, I, you know, expose myself and my girl, y'all. 
You got a lot going right. on. It's all right. Everything has a lot going on. Listen, listeners, I'm just going to go ahead and let y'all know. If y'all ain't seen nothing on Monday and Thursday, that is absolutely my bad. <laughs> but I'm going to be on it <laughs> this fine. week, I promise. I missed all, I think, the week before. I missed both of my days. Right. We have so. social media days that we post. We're each responsible for two days in the week. <laughs> so. I think Shari might be the only consistent one. <laughs> Bless you, girl. Because I'm moral oral. I am a rule follower. <laughs> Sometimes to a fault, Jesus. Meanwhile, if you see something that posts at 1158... <laughs> That's probably me. Like, technically, I got it in. on that day, y'all. I got it That is so funny. I literally set alarms. I'm like, 6 a.m., time to post. Mine is on at 6, too. And then 7 rolls around, and 8, 9, and then I hit the job, and I'm like, ooh, girl, let me do this at lunch. Something happens. I don't even have reminders set. (laughs) That is so funny. Because for me, I don't forget what happens is... I get caught up in what do I want to say mm-hmm. and then finding mm-hmm. something and making sure that it's and then something that work. I'll get caught up at work and they're like oh shoot you forgot and then before I know it it's 9 o'clock and I'm like oh yeah. it's the next day it's the next yep. day that's how it happens so yeah that is exactly how it happens I get caught up in the um, paralysis of analysis a lot mm-hmm. like that is paralysis my, of yeah. analysis that's my that's a pitfall. April is a rapper you guys <laughs> I, I think am. y'all know she's an MC. <laughs> MC such and such. <laughs> so, yes. I like that. The yes. paralysis of analysis. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why Cheesecake Factory is hard for me. Cheesecake oh, Factory is yeah. Torture. Oh, God. Their menu, menu is like 20 pages long. When your menu has page numbers, right? It's, it's way there too should much. Never be. I would be in there 20 minutes. And it's like, so dark in there, so you can't even read the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Actually, but I've learned to get the same thing. The Evelyn's pasta, man, nice. That's my go-to. Just, if I get if I spend saying it too long, it's too much to choose from. So yeah, shout out Cheesecake Factory sponsor. We need to go to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I haven't been in a while, and I do love them. I'm down. I know. I want some brown bread anyway. Oh, brown bread is good, and that butter. Okay, we are so off topic. We are. Well, that was a really good topic, y'all. I really, I really enjoyed that for sure. I'm just gonna let y'all know now. It's gonna be a lot of background noise. It's definitely gonna have to be edited out because I am straight up frying (laughs) some onions back here. (laughs) I know. I've texted you like three times. Like we can hear (laughs) you. It is really loud. You should have made it. Can you let let the listeners guess what Erica is cooking for dinner? Can <laughs> you run in water? Oh my god! <laughs> the microwave. Beach. Well, shout out to <laughs> shout out to our engineer Bless and our engineer in training, um, Doctor Shari, who is going to do an amazing yeah. job of editing out that yes. running water, the <laughs> microwave that started, Booking. and the onions that are currently frying in the background. <laughs> We're all about you authenticity. Mean. It is eight eleven on a Sunday. Thank you. Okay. I am it straight is. up trying to get dinner on and cook the food for lunch for this week. So I got clothes to fold. It's Ooh, and this gonna be my next. Let me tell you how adulthood is the ghetto. Okay, it's the ghetto. <laughs> it is. Whoever told you that you wanted are... to be an adult lied. They lied. Listen, these clothes been sitting in my laundry basket so long. They back in season. 
Whisper, how you whispering to your fiance? You might have said it. You should have just said it full voice. (laughs) You got a microphone. (laughs) So with that, listeners, we are going to go ahead and cut this episode down and off because Erica is trying to cook for her and her family. Yeah, we're going to go ahead. Let's just go ahead and, yeah. Well, we got to send love. We got to send love. Mm -hmm. I send love to the universe. Sending love to, to all the pilots this week. I'm sending my love. I'm sending my love to all the people who are still single and enjoying it. I praise you. Thank you, boo. Thank you. Thank you. I need that bit of love. I send it to you, y'all. I want to send my love to my sister and all the flight attendants who were still working they still have to work um she went back to work today so in lieu of the corona scare they are still we sure on do. the front lines of the we battlefield sure okay? appreciate you. <laughs> all right everyone well we appreciate you listening to all of our organized and disorganized sales lives things that are happening um we ask that you continue to listen that you share the show you can find us on any platform that you can listen to podcasts if you want to reach us you can contact us on our social media pages we are on instagram and facebook at three sykes and a mic that's the number three sykes and a mic you can also contact us if you have any listener questions or just want to share some things with us on our gmail account that is three sykes and a mic at gmail and we do ask that you leave comments share the show um and just you know send us good vibes in the universe and we are going to sign off from there we'll see you next time all right bye everyone bye Bye.